up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Zip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. We are back in studio, first time since Monday. Mm. Yeah, how about that? It is Friday, we have not been together in this studio since Monday morning. Tuesday, Wednesday, Lucas Oil Stadium yesterday, travel issues for you. I was in eastern Iowa doing the show from an upstairs bedroom, and here here we are today, both back in the saddle. Yeah, it was a big flex by the ticket going to Indy. I'd say, I'd say for the big boys, it worked out well. I'd say for the little dudes like us, it was a little rugged. <laughs> it was a little rugged. Yeah, it was a little rugged. Yeah, but here we are though. We're all back. We're all here. Gang's all here. I I feel like you have been scarred for life with your travel issues you had. I don't can, know. Can you? Can you? All right. So you, we talked about on the air. Your problems getting to Indy. Mm-hmm. Now we we didn't really go into full detail. You sent me a text late on Wednesday saying there's smoke in the cockpit yeah. in the plane. Yeah. No kidding, won't be there tomorrow. Can you go into further detail of yeah, what yeah, exactly yeah. happened? Could you see the smoke? I don't mind. No, here's what happened. So to set the stage for, yes, for people do. that don't listen every day, Big Ten Media Days was this week. Big Ten Media Days was in Indianapolis. So yeah, we covered the the issues getting to Indy. Right. Now getting home. <laughs> now we we had a flight. <clears throat> we had a flight uh early when when yeah, was it Wednesday evening? Yeah, early Wednesday evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early Wednesday evening we had a flight out of Indy. That was supposed to go to Minneapolis. It was supposed to go to Minneapolis. Okay. All right. And we got to the Indy Airport, which by the way has been ranked the number 1 airport in the country. Would you agree with that? For 10 straight years. Indy's airport has? Yeah, 10 straight years. It's a gorgeous airport. I, I didn't step foot inside of it, yeah, so it I is. couldn't tell. Oh, you can tell. I mean, it's definitely a gorgeous airport and well-kept. Um, now, our flight, of course, got pushed back because every flight you're on gets pushed back um, or canceled. Uh, airline industry, Jay, Jay Foreman, a dear friend of ours, Said, Sip, don't. I mean, come on, the airline industry's fine. I fly all the time and I don't have that many problems. I didn't see that side of the airline <laughs> industry. <laughs> hey, what, what charmed life are you living, man? Right. Yeah, I, I, I believe what he's saying. I just, I just failed to see it. But anyway, um, so we're sitting there. Our flight, of course, got moved back and about 8 30, we got on the plane. I, you know, we gotta, we gotta go because we gotta get. We got a connector in Minneapolis at 1030. So we're on the plane, and we're headed toward the runway, and then the plane stopped. And I knew something was going on. I, I knew it because I smelled something. It smelled, smelled like somebody – yeah, it smelled like somebody was soldering copper. Oh, that's just a great smell right? in there. <laughs> <In the airplane. laughs> that's what you want to smell when you're taking off. Absolutely. Yeah. So I didn't I, – I, I thought that something was amiss. And then right away, about a minute later, a minute later, they announced that there's smoke in the cockpit. 
smoke in the cockpit. At this point, are you like just laughing, saying, of course there's smoke in the cockpit? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. It wasn't just this trip. It's just sort of the way the world has been since 2020. Yeah, you're just kind of numb to it all now. Uh, and you know what? The people just filed off. We couldn't. Yeah, we, we couldn't take our bags. Couldn't take our bags. Uh, we just had to file off. Um, but nobody. Your- but you know what? Nobody really. There was no. You know, there was no raised voices except for at one point they said. They said to leave the plane in an orderly fashion. You know, we could. What do you mean you could take your bags? We could. You could only take a bag, like a like a your purse, carry-on? a per. No, you couldn't take. Your main bag. You could take if you had a Why? purse or a like. I had a book bag. They let you take your book bag. I don't know. Um, and they said leave the plane in an orderly fashion. And there was one guy who made his who was making his way up the aisle to get his wife's purse out of the overhang. And that one one guy raised his voice and said, "This is not orderly." Uh, <laughs> so there was that, but that was it. That was the only thing. <laughs> you had some hell hellish problems, man. Yeah. So we had to, you know. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't awful. Oh come on, that's pretty awful. But Your like trip I said, sounds like the trip from hell. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. You had to recap. If you didn't tune in on Tuesday or Wednesday to hear Sip's issues getting to Indy, you flew from Omaha to Charlotte. Your flight from Charlotte to in- Indianapolis got canceled, canceled delayed, yeah. and then canceled. Right? Yeah. And then you had to find a flight to Cincinnati, which is like an hour and forty-five minute drive to Indianapolis. Yeah, which left which, it. Which left. Which left. Uh, where were we? Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, we, it left Charlotte at like eleven thirty. Right. You arrived like at twelve thirty or at one in the morning. morning yeah. You had, to, you had to find a rental car and drive to Indy, which you arrived at three thirty in the morning at. Yeah. And you're saying this is not a trip from hell it's for you? Trip, I mean, actually, come on. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad. If that's not a trip from hell, what has to go wrong? Like so, your car imploding or what? So we just had to in Indy back to Indy. We just had to get a rental car, um, and we drove to Peoria. Yeah. Uh, I drove through Peoria. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Peoria is a place you go to hide if i if i'm ever on the lamb you i would i know where you're at one one possible place to go would be find a nondescript neighborhood in peoria okay. and just lose could and, see that yeah and, and pay everything in cash and for in my purposes probably stay out of mexican restaurants because that's be the first people they, they, first place looking for you there. people look at me i just have to switch up my yeah. food taste yeah, a little be bit a chinese food man. <laughs> <laughs> low main please <laughs> Fried rice tomorrow, though. <laughs> so that's that. No, we're here, though. Um, we are here. And Kayla Caffey's gone. Kayla Caffey, yes. We're here. Husky volleyball player. Kayla Caffey's in the transfer portal. We can yes. get to that later. We, we will. Okay. We can. We're here. Kayla Caffey is in the portal. That was announced late last night, apparently. Yes. Uh, 464-5685. Call or text, as always. You can also comment and watch on the Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter streams. Um from Michael in Carolina, he says, uh, do the indie travel woes make you nervous for the Ireland trip? We just got to get through Chicago. I, I mean, I think my answer is going to be yes to that one. I mean, I drove. I had no problems. It was a long drive. But for me, driving was fine. For the flights, it sounded like it was a big problem. Now, our guys didn't have as many issues as you do. Now, DP's bags got left in Dallas in the yeah. flight out here. Yeah. He got those the next day. They were delivered to the room at the hotel. That's a good deal. But I think their flight on the way back was only delayed like an hour. It was delayed, but it wasn't yeah. any sort of problem of smoke in the cockpit right. or a canceled flight. Like they, they got back just an hour later than they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. Very, that's, that's fine. 
Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. Um, what was the question that the yeah, listener uh, had? Michael in Carolina says, do, do your indie travel woes make you nervous for the Ireland trip? Um, I think we just go to Chicago. Well, we got to, you know, you got to fly to Chicago. So there's, you know, you got to get to Chicago and then you got to get out of Chicago. That's the, yeah. I'm always nervous, even in the best of times. Now, now you can, you travel too. And I don't, this might be a bad take, but I always thought even in the best of times, if you're flying into O'Hare and it's afternoon mm. and it's bad. afternoon, bad. you got a 50, 50 shot of everything going oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Now I think flying early in the morning, <clears throat> if I was to counsel people on travel and I, oh yes, please, I would say always travel as early as possible because I think traveling these days often mirrors life. Where you get up in the morning and you have a very sunny outlook, and yep. this is going to be a good day. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be a productive citizen, and we're going to we're going to get a lot done today, and it's going to be a, a joyful day. Love it. And then by noon, everything's kind of going to hell. <laughs> you just got to stay in there, and you got to remind yourself that this is going to be okay. Flying, I think you have a good shot of 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 encountering few problems if you're flying early in the day as the day goes on flights all all over america get canceled there's issues with planes there's issues domino effect there's issues with weather there could be something happening in melbourne florida that affects you in cincinnati ohio and boom it's all it all starts to unravel but if you're if you're early out of the gate i think the few the the chances are less that you'll encounter problems. Travel By the advice. way, I got that basically from Jay Foreman. Oh. Yeah, Jay said... So you're stealing his advice. Travel you. early in the morning. Travel advice from Steve Sippel via Jay Foreman this morning on early break. That's what we do. Any other questions? Let me see what the Vegas Bob <sighs> yeah. guys. Yeah, uh, 402-464-5685. Uh, let's see here. Sanderson wants to know what happened to the rental car. Do you just leave it in Indy? Yeah, that's fine. It's a, that's what happens to rental cars. Yeah. It's a one-way. Uh, the Vegas Bobcat says your travel issues are a yawn. Uh, tell Jake to to understand that this is reality. Thank you, Vegas Bobcat. I I, I know what reality is. I've, I've had problems with with travel. Yeah, but I tell you what, I, if I went to India again, I would drive again. I would do that. Yes, it was long, but everything you told me and everything I've heard from other people said I'm not I'm not flying. I'm no with way. you. I'm with you. If it's not direct, I'm not going. Right. If if it's fewer than twelve hours now, anywhere, I'd, I'd counsel people to drive. Unless Just drive. it's a direct flight. If it's direct eh, to the city, even then. I might partake. I might entertain that. But if it's eh. connecting somewhere, especially if you're flying way past it to Charlotte, no, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not doing it. Yeah. No, you did the. I'm I'm with you 100. percent I think you should. I think you should opt to drive if you can. All right, thank you. I, I'll do it again. So we're back from media days. Um, I know that you were you were busy writing most of day two out there. You didn't get a chance to hear from Mel Tucker and and uh, you know James Franklin and, and coaches like that. But did you get a chance to read anything at all and, and see what was said? Anything stand out to you? What 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 becomes your main takeaway from media days if it's if it's not a Nebraska thing? If you didn't know. You don't really have one. It's fine. You were focused on Nebraska. I mean, here one ta- one big takeaway about the Big Ten West is okay. it's 
everybody has a chance to win it except for Northwestern and Illinois. And it's it it's not a bad division, but it's very it's very uh I'll say cluttered at the cluttered in the, in that five team range where you just it'll come down to which of those five teams Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, Purdue, Minnesota is able to kind of probably Jake eke out close wins. I mean, it's I think it's and you know that doesn't necessarily if you look at Nebraska's history obviously bode well for Nebraska unless it unless it changes its tune. But I that's one big thing, and I, that's coming from writers. Like there are a lot of writers look at it that way. Yeah, Nebraska has a shot. Um, Nebraska has a shot, but. Not not any better than Minnesota or Purdue yeah. or Iowa or Wisconsin. I, I don't fight that at all. Yeah, right, absolutely. and and I wouldn't say Wisconsin has a a big. There's there's any kind of gap between Wisconsin and anybody, right? Or Iowa and anybody. Yeah, why are they viewed as the hands down favorite? I think it's a it's a knee jerk reaction. It's Wisconsin. They have been the standard bearer. Yeah, but as you and I both know, Graham Mertz is still their quarterback. Yeah, and, he, and, and that's not that's not a good. thing. And you know them. me, I'm not very. You would say. Would you say my MO is I'm not all that critical of players? Or coaches. Right. But but Mertz is a problem. <laughs> he is. He's not, he, yeah, he's just a He's dude. a problem. He's just a guy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He well, I would I would say, yeah, that that Mertz should give Nebraska fans confidence, is what I'm saying. I mean, he's like, just not like for those for those who bashed Alex Hornibrook, who because you know Mike Schaefer was one of those guys that thought he sucked basically. I mean, he delivered a thirteen and one season at Wisconsin. Hornibrook Hornibrook is Dan Marino compared to Mertz. Okay, he is. And if you talk to Wisconsin fans, they don't like they don't they're not fans of Mertz. They're not they're not high in him. They they were when he came in there because he was a high ranking, but. He hasn't showed anything so far. His numbers are terrible, and they're particularly terrible against top 25 teams. Or teams with a winning record. I'll just say teams with a winning record. So I don't want to make this a bash fest on Mertz. We're not going to do that. I, a big takeaway is, yeah, Nebraska has a shot. It has a legit shot. A lot of writers feel that way. Purdue, oh, I was talking to Tom, Tom Deanhart, the Purdue beat yeah. writer. Yeah. And you're right. Karlaftis was a big loss. A George, George Karlaftis was a big loss. And he says the defense, he says the defense is never going to be great at Purdue. Uh, but that's what they're selling is that per, the Purdue defense is going to lead the way. But he says no, it's it's more about O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell, and and he says they're not great. He says they're they they're probably a seven to eight win yeah. team, but if they win that close game or a close game or two, then they get to nine and then they can be in the hunt. Yeah, I've told you when I look at Purdue, I just I don't see this team that is going to win the West. I like, came around to way to your way of yeah, thinking. You know, David Bell's gone. Rondell Moore's been gone for a couple of years now. Payne mm-hmm. Durham is there, great tight end, sure, that's that's fine. But they lost also they lost a couple receivers besides David Bell. Right. Milton Wright. Right. Milton Wright's the big one. Academically, he was an academic casual casualty. And yeah, I mean, I I will keep saying it as as Tom Deanhart said. I've said it a long time. George Karlaftis, you don't just replace. It's a first round defensive end. Mm-hmm. You don't just replace those. No, I know, I know that. But they have some depth. 
about how much we talk about on this show all the time about, oh, we wish we could have a Randy Gregory again. That was a first-round talent. Right. I would say, as far as overall takeaway, there wasn't any big splash news in Indy. Right? There wasn't. No big splash no, news. not really. Nebraska is definitely sort of an afterthought we at are. this point. They are. Um, not not tr- treated about as the same level as Illinois. Which is fine. I mean, that's Illinois beat you twice in a row. They've right. You're 15 and 29, and in your coach's tenure, right, makes sense. So it's not. Yeah, it's not. And I'm not. That's that's all right. We got to know where we're we're at in this world. That's where we're at. I, I don't I don't have any problems with that. As far as Nebraska goes, I'm definitely in the camp. I'm in a small camp apparently that I thought Frost's appearance was just fine. We talked about that. I thought he was good. We got a lot of information from him. Um, I. And I thought he was, you know, pleasant 85 to 90% of the time. And, you know, let's just be clear on something. Scott Frost isn't a big fan of media, and he's in a media event. I mean, Frost would rather be somewhere else. That's not. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? Frost would rather be somewhere else, and he has that sort of demeanor at this thing. He wasn't unpleasant, though. I'd rather be somewhere else when I go to the dentist, which I don't go to. But it, you, but you if I did, yeah, if I did, I wouldn't be unpleasant in the office. I would be okay, but I wouldn't want to be there. And you could probably tell to a certain degree. And that's how Frost is at, at media days. He's not a big fan of me. He's very close to Pelini in that regard. They remind me of each other. I think Scott's at a place in his career that reminds me very much of Pelini in 212, 213, and 214, which was the conversation was always, he'd say something sort of uh, untoward or something I knew would make some of or a lot of the fan base upset, and he'd say, Sipple, what do I care? If I win, I'm going to be here. If I don't, I won't. What does it matter? what sad I, because Bo was actually winning. What does it matter what I say? And you know what? He he became <clears throat> very bottom line oriented. Well, don't you think Frost is in a very bottom line situation now? Where it's not like he can, or let's put it this way. It's not his style to try to curry favor with people by, by phoning it up at yep. Big Ten Media yep. Days. That's not his style. It's not Scott's style. All right? So he's just going to go there and do his thing. I thought he was professional, and that was it. But is he, is he a great orator? If you were expecting Winston Churchill, then you're disappointed, right? Because Scott's not Winston Churchill. He's not, you know, he's not Ken Shimmick even. I mean, the <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's some people that like to be on camera, like to be in front of a microphone. Scott just – would rather coach football. Now, Scott is in a great place right now. You know why? Because this is a great time for coaches. They're back around their guys. It's not even August yet, in nope. his case. July 29th. So the, so the pressure and the anxiety hasn't ramped up. This is a perfect time for him. I bet he wasn't even upset about the criticism he received in uh, Indy. I bet he wasn't well, he upset. rolled his eyes. Well, he has so much else to, to think about, and he's in a great place right now. He loves being around the team. This is the time of year where, you know, it's a, it's a grind in camp and all that, but, you know, the, the game's still far enough away that you don't feel a lot of nerves and anxiety. So here we are.
Uh, let's get a call from Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday to you, Jake and Steve, and welcome back, you guys. And Monday must have, must seem like a month ago. It does. It feels like a long time ago. Now that you mention it. Yeah, it does. How has your week gone, Chris? <laughs> Uh, hey, you know what? Real good. We we enjoyed all the reports from uh, from Indianapolis. You know, uh, I I don't know. You know, I don't know. I my takeaway from from the media days is I don't know if there's as much information coming out as there used to be at those. Everybody's pretty pretty as, as as we say close to the vest there. You know, they're not letting out a lot. You know, you were talking about. The statements, Jake, coming out of uh, of uh, media days, if any of them struck Steve, well, one, <laughs> of course, it, we all do this, the one uh, that uh, the Ohio State coach mentioned that was in the paper yesterday, you know, his quote was, 11-2 and two and a Rose Bowl win may be good at some places not at Ohio State. Right. We talk about that. Mm-hmm. We talk about yeah. that. Those expectations are what Gene Smith told Ryan Day when he hired him. He put his arm around him, Chris, and said, you know, Ryan, we expect to win them all. And he smiled, but you knew he was – It wasn't he, a joke. He wasn't a joke. No, no, I'm sure it, was, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't a joke. And, and hey, uh, Steve, Jake, I'm sure that's the message spread to coaches that are hired – Probably at USC, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Texas, Oklahoma, places like that, too. Oh, oh I think so. Yeah, I think yes, so. Yes, yes. Well, now, guys, hey, listen, first of all, I'd like to hit on, on uh, Scott okay. for, for Frost first. Uh, now, Steve, you, you, I know you kind of put up a little defense for him there, but Tom Chattel had an article chiding him uh, there a couple of days ago in the World Herald. We saw it. Oh, we saw that. We saw that yes, about the uncomfortable situation when he first got up there and, and dead silence, and even the lady that was the uh, coordinator there uh, was a little troubled by it. But uh, uh, when he went straight to the question and answer session, you know, listen, you guys, we all know. Now, putting up with the media, come on. That's, you know what you're going to get here you know, when you take this job. That, you know what? It's just part of the job. That's it. It's the only game in town, and that's you got to put up with it. You're getting paid three, whatever, three to five million dollars a year to do that. You know, uh, you know. Come on, make a statement. You know, show a little bit of personality, and and you know, let's let's move on and let's hope things go well this year. But uh, guys, one comment mm-hmm. on your on the your analyst or your analysis of the Wisconsin. Uh, hey guys, you know Graham Mertz or no Graham Mertz? Let's face it, the the quarterback at Wisconsin, the quarterbacks there have not been the problems. The problems have been those running backs. True. The the quarterbacks we've had problems with. Was the one, the only one I remember was Russell Wilson the first year we were in the Big Ten. Yeah. Remember, guys, 10 years ago this year, we got beat by a mm. Wisconsin team oh, yeah. that was coming into that championship game with five or six losses. Five losses. And like a third or fourth team quarterback. Yep. And we get beat by 40 points. 
because they ran all over us. They pulled plays on us that, that we acted like we'd never seen or expect to come. But, but anyway, guys, yeah, uh, uh, I'm more worried about that running back they got up there than Graham Mertz because he's the guy, he's the guy that's set, they've got set at running back. And, and let's face it, those running backs have made a, a habit of running for at least 200 yards against this. So, but anyway, guys, hey, listen, you guys, uh, it's good to have you back. Welcome back. Glad you made it. Um, uh, you got a great show going on here, and I'm going to hang up and listen. You guys have a good weekend. Thank you, yeah, Chris. Point well taken by Chris. Braylon Allen averaged 10 yards a carry against Nebraska. Melvin Gordon ran for 700 yards in one game against Nebraska. Yeah, on and on, he's right. He's right. And I, I guess I talk about Mertz more in the context of winning the division, not beating Nebraska. Um, can you win a division with Graham Mertz? That, I mean, that's a fair question. Well, they're, they're the, they have you favorites to win it it's all? It's a fair question, and I don't mind asking questions like that as much anymore with NIL. Not that I don't know if Mertz is making a bunch of money, but when guys are making money, then – and, they, and if they want to be treated like pros, and let's go ahead and do that, and, and we can question them a little bit more. Don't tell me these these guys deserve to get paid, and that you don't mind if they're in a professional league, and then say you got to treat them like kids. That doesn't line up. Let's treat them. If you want to, if you want them to be pros, let's let's treat them like that. If they want to be treated like that. pros, let's do it. I mean, uh, you can't have it both. Ways. No, you can't have it both ways. Um, Before we get to Vince, can I read something real quick? I'd love that. What do you think the text line is addressing right now? I don't know. That was said in the last five minutes on I this don't show know. by you. What? There's several texts. <laughs> I'll, read, I'll read all three of these ones before we get to Vince. Uh, someone, Jeff says, did Sip just compare Winston Churchill and Ken <laughs> Shimmick? <laughs> no. <laughs> kind of. Go ahead. That one guy says, first time that Winston Churchill and Ken Shimmick have ever been referred to in the same sentence. And Faisal says... Churchill would have made a bowl game by now. <laughs> yeah, Churchill probably would have been a great coach. He probably would have, probably been. Would have been a great yeah. coach. I don't know about Shimmy. Yeah, he might have been too. But I, all, no, what I was getting at is Churchill was a fabulous order, right? And he was very comfortable in front of the masses, right. and he embraced it, and he and he. He, he was inspirational in that setting. Shimmick, obviously, is very comfortable in oh, front of a camera. The he's the goat. Yeah, the man. Right. He's very comfortable. He, I mean, it's incredible. He, it's incredible how comfortable he is, and he likes it. He lives with a high-pressure balance, yeah. too. Frost wouldn't be a good weatherman. <laughs> no, he would not. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that guy? He's freaking out up there. No, he's not freaking out. It's like he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, There's a tornado right here, man. you got to show us something. Frost man. wouldn't be a good prime minister. He might be there. a good prime minister, actually, but the, he, he, he probably wouldn't be a great weatherman. That's, I'm just saying that some people Shimmick. are more comfortable in front of cameras and microphones and making speeches than others. Okay. Fair enough. Frost see where I come down on all that, that whole that whole opening statement thing, the reason it didn't register with me is because I'm sort of in that bottom line category like Bo used to say. What's it all all this stuff is just extraneous. It just comes down to whether you you're on the right side of the ledger in the win loss category. Right. All the other stuff is largely sort of extra extraneous noise that we that we deal with because the football off season is so long. When they start playing, that's when that's what matters. 
Let's get a call from Vince, who's up early as usual in Napa, California, 464-5685. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Vince. Vince. How are you? Doing well. I'm doing well and especially happy to see that you travel that you survived your traveling fiasco. Yeah, it was a fiasco. I'm trying to hey Vince, here's what I'm doing though. I'm yes. just putting it behind me, almost acting like it never happened. Well, in the words of Bill Belichick, you're on to Cincinnati, right? <laughs> hey, that's a good one, that's a good Vince. One. Well done. Well one. done. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I like well, that one. Let's see. Well, let's see. Well, just so you guys know, I'll be on vacation from work next week, so I don't. So, so I don't know. How, so I don't know how often I'll be calling next week, but I, but I'll, I'll definitely pepper some of the other shows with uh, some of my antics. Okay, yeah, we consider you to be our property, though, so let's not go too far with the other shows. But anyway, just joking, Vince. Do what you got to do. <laughs> what, what, what do you got yeah. to say? What do you got to say? Yeah, but let's see. Well, well, a couple of th- well, a couple of things come. You know, a couple of things stand out. I mean, from media days, what I you know what I looked into is okay. You know, how how much of the tea leaves can I read as far as well, as far as, you know, what the offense could potentially look like. And, you know, and I mean, Frost didn't, definitely didn't tip his hand, not that I expected him to, but um, <clears throat> just a gut feeling. And I don't know, well, and I don't know why I think this, but uh, I think the offense could look some, I'm thinking somewhat similar to the Bill Callahan era as far as, you know, striving between, striving between a good mix between the run and the pass. And hopefully it's, uh, <clears throat> and hopefully it winds up being about a 60-40 ratio uh, on the run side on the run side that that would probably be the best thing that but uh, but as far but as far as uh, as far as what you say about you know coaches uh, a pro, you know a coach's demeanor whether it's press conferences whether it's on the sidelines or anything like that i mean i have long felt that you know that is that is def- that is one of the most convenient and most overanalyzed things you know <clears throat> That, that people get into, whether it's fans, whether it's media or anything like that, because like, um, well, I mean, and again, they, these are just isolated examples. I could probably rattle off 8,000 of them, but, um, I remember back in the day when Mike Gitch was coaching the Chicago bears. Well, I mean, his, well, as we know, I mean, you know, did kick, you know, did kick came with a lot of fire, and, but when the, <clears throat> when they were winning, it was, Oh yeah, look at them. Well, look at him go. But then when things started getting sideways, it was, uh, he, he's a tired act, you know? And, um, another example would be, I mean, I mean, I can't not, not that I can, I can't stand in game interviews, but I remember back when the San Antonio Spurs were good and Greg Popovich would get interviewed on the sideline. He'd be very short, very terse. Well, and part of that is because he hated the in game interviews, which I think are a damn joke anyhow. But, uh, but, and everybody would say, "Ah, look at Pop." <laughs> but nowadays, you listen to him at a press in a post game press conference, and he, he's not that way anymore. But um, <clears throat> again, more to the point, I just think it's it's one of those things that tends to get ridiculously overanalyzed. But uh, but you know, but 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 one thing's for sure, guys, is this. Okay, I mean, lately, as you've seen on Twitter. You know, I posted I posted a rant, and I was literally out the middle, of, you know, on the side of the road, out on the highway. Hmm. Where, 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 <laughs> where hmm. thankfully, I wasn't around many houses. Otherwise, I would have been tackled by the police. Hmm. But, um, hmm. but, um, 
But one thing I'll tell you, though, is okay. this, though, guys, oh, is boy. this. We're only, yep. Yeah, that countdown's getting closer. That countdown's getting closer. August 27th. Yeah. No questions asked. You show up every week, and you fight with bloody young golf. <laughs> All right. Take some time. Yeah, <laughs> Good job. Thanks, Thank you, Vince. I needed that. My coffee's gone, and that helps. Some more things. Um, th- yeah, more and more, you see people on the side of the road yelling. I, that's one thing I've noticed. I've <laughs> uh, <laughs> seen a lot more of that these days. So, Vince, you're probably okay on that count. Uh, one more text before we get to break. Yeah, we this, need to this get goes to break. back to. Thank uh, you, Vince, by the way. Thanks. This goes back to the, the Ken Shimmick and. Churchill yeah, comparison to Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read this in all cap letters. It is in all cap letters. I'm not going to yell this. I'm just going to read it in a normal voice. Okay. This is from the other Chris in Lincoln Texted. Oh, hello, other Chris. He says, uh, we're not asking Frost to be a better orator than Winston Churchill. We're just asking for him to be as competent at public speaking as the worst kid in my speech class sophomore year of high school. He's all, he, come on. He's not, he's not a bad person. I always take up for coaches. I get that. But Frost, Frost isn't a bad public speaker. He didn't give an opening statement. And I disagree, Chris. God bless you. I disagree that the moderator was uncomfortable. Did you think she was uncomfortable? I think she was caught by surprise. Okay. Because usually everyone does an okay. opening statement. She says, nope, no questions. Or, nope, just take some questions. She's like, oh. She I, was taken aback. But, but he said it in a pleasant manner. He did. If you listen back to the way we listened to it on Wednesday morning, and it sounded very pleasant. Wasn't like nope, no, 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 no. Let's just go. Jake, you're getting up to the age now where coaches might ageism here. If a coach ever calls you from another place and says, "Kind of tell me what Nebraska's like. What should I be ready for?" What you need to tell him is, or her, is that it is everything matters. Everything. Don't. I mean, Pelini had a hard time adjusting to this. Everything matters. Even opening statements matter here. You might, you you would tell that coach if you fail to make an opening statement somewhere, you might get hammered for it. Be ready for anything at this place. I mean, because everything matters, everything, and that's you know you can decide whether that's good or bad. More next on early break on the ticket.